let's do the uh, customs of Chabad uh, from the Iskashrus. Uh, that's for the um, that's for the seventeenth uh, of Tammuz, which is basically a fast day. It also begins uh, the three weeks of mourning uh, begin starting with Shavuot of Tammuz, and the then they have the nine days, and then you have Tishabov, and there's special traditions uh, that apply laws and traditions. And um, so, um, first thing is, you know, of course, you you fast and. The only time that you start the night before would be on Tisha B'Av and on Yom Kippur. But the fast begins with dawn. Before dawn, if before you go to sleep, you have in mind that you're going to eat. You don't have to uh, fast from the night time. It starts with, 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 with dawn. Um, it's called the intermediate Bein HaMetzorim, in between uh, the uh, sort of uh, difficult in the... Uh, oppressed times, it's uh, difficult times, and the three weeks are known for uh, taking away some of the joy that we experience the whole year. And as we go along, uh, the nine days, it gets a little bit more serious and more severe. So um, no marriages are done during the three weeks. Uh, However, you are allowed to uh, make uh, a shidduch, you know, you can agree on a match uh, during this time. Uh, even a Tisha B'Av itself, you can uh, you can make it. Uh, that's just doing that. But what about like a l'chaim or a suda, a meal for the engagement? Um, if it's without uh, dancing, just you know a party, that's permissible until Rosh Chodesh. Okay, so until um, Rosh Chodesh, uh, that means the beginning of the nine days. Um, and um, after the nine days, we don't make uh, parties for an engagement party, uh, even Shabbos. But you know, I guess you can serve uh, just a little, uh, little snack. That would be okay uh, to do. Um, we don't take any haircuts during the uh, three weeks. We don't take it. It's okay to cut the nails, but um, but not the not not taking haircuts. Um, the um, over here uh, the question is um, what about um, the nine days um, but here it says it seems like it's not so stringent about the, the nail cutting on the uh, during the three weeks uh, we don't make a bracha shechiyonu uh, on a uh, new fruit or a new garment. Uh, also not on Shabbos. Um, I guess we're going to make a bracha is we probably don't um, we don't put it on. We don't eat the new fruit. It's not like we eat the new fruit and we don't. So you don't make the shechiyonu so we try not to, I guess, eat a new fruit or to put on a, a garment because then we would have to say a shechiyonu but we don't want to say shechiyonu is an expression of enjoyment. We don't want to do it in the three weeks. Uh, if there is no, like he's not going to have an opportunity later on, like he's not going to find the fruit, uh, then it should be okay um, to make the shechiyonu. Um, here is a, generally was a, uh, you know, people always have an issue with this. Uh, first of all, what about singing is not a problem. What about uh, music? live music is a problem. 
But the issue becomes, what about recorded music? Uh, uh, are you allowed to listen radio? to music? Well, uh, uh, DVD, a cassette, whatever, you know, there's various different ways of listening to. Is there a... Um, so he brings down from one of the rabbis over there, Krachabad, you know, he would say that uh, till the nine days, you can hear, but not from Shkodesh Menachemov. That's not, you know, this is a a big break. Some kids need to, or adults, need to always listen to music, and not listening to music causes them a lot of distress. Um, and so that's, it's a compromise over here, I guess, you have to check with your local rabbi what he says is what he says is acceptable or not acceptable. On one hand, on one hand, uh, recorded music is not the same as live. Totally not the same. The proof of that is because you never seen it in a wedding. People should just put on a tape. They bring live music, so it's a whole different thing. The joy that you have from live music is a totally different. Yet uh, the Today's the advancement. The sounds are pretty, uh, pretty advanced, pretty good. So that's why there's a question: what status to give that? But he says he makes a compromise till the nine days, not from the nine days. Um, in another place of a series, he says um, uh, sometimes people make a celebration when they complete, complete the Torah. You finish the Torah writing. Rabbi advocates not to um, not to complete the Torah during the three weeks, so you don't have to. Um, make the celebration then during the three weeks of a completing of a Torah. So if it's the first year at site and people have been studying Mishnah for the 11 months... What? Um, there is a... Um, you know, people in the summer, I always say, you know, it's uh, sometimes these uh, events fall out almost on a difficult time of the year for us that it really is meaningful because like the three weeks are during uh, the summer months. People want to go bathing, people want to go hiking, they want to go traveling, they want to do uh, various different things. Hold on one second. Rebbe speaks of, um, it's not the proper time of to bring down the custom, not a proper time for for traveling and for uh, vacationing and uh, taking trips. But what are you going to do? Uh, in camps, also in camps, you try to push them away or to minimize them you got to keep the kids busy sometimes i hear that next week is going to be 90 degrees every night every day so it's sometimes it's the hardest time of the of the um of the year but that's when it comes out um one who needs to travel should make most of the arrangements uh should be beforehand so as if to say that the travel starts before uh, the Shivasubatama shouldn't be. So it's part of your traveling. So the plans for it should take place before. Uh, also, medical treatments should not be scheduled, if you have the option, of course, that you schedule, should not be scheduled for these days. Um, what happens if you have a three year old and he becomes three years old during the three weeks? Uh, Haircutting. So it's best. Um, so the, the tradition is. To push it off after the three weeks, but there's other customs that come along, like wearing the talus cotton, uh, saying blessing, the, the morning blessing, the benching, and the shema. This you don't push off; that you do as usual, and you wait for the haircut. You wait till after the three weeks. Generally, what are the special conducts during these days? 
is to add more to the study of Torah, to add uh, giving more tzedakah, and uh, and certainly during the Shabbos of these uh, three weeks that you're some that you should increase in the Vayakil Moshe. We know that Moshe would gather. We learn from this on every Shabbos he would gather people together, the Jewish people together. So certainly when it talks about the three weeks, we should have these gatherings. And also, as far as talking about the ideas of redemption, and we learned the study of the three weeks, we learn about the building of the Beis Hamikdash, the laws of the Beis Hamchira and the Rambam, uh, uh, and that has the special quality. We know that when you study about the temple, the Beis Hamikdash, God considers it as if the temple was, well, that if you were actually building the Beis Hamikdash, you're learning the studying about the Beis Hamikdash as if you're building the Beis Hamikdash. Uh, and then, further, you learn in the Tanakh, you learn in the book of Yechezkel from chapter 40 and on, where Hashem describes to him the uh, vision of how the temple is supposed to look like. And in the Mishnah and the Gomorrah, you learn the tractate of Midos, which talks about the measurements of the Beis Hamikdash, and the Tomid, which is about the Korbonos, the sacrifices in the Beis Hamikdash. And in the Rambam, as we said, the Hilchos Beis Hamikdash. And to also add and study uh, the interpretations about the Beis Hamikdash, as explained in the Hasidic literature, especially in the teaching of the Tzamach Tzedek, that uh, he uh, interpreted many verses, many of the discourses and the verses of Yechezkel in Eretor on the Tanakh, and also a little, some on the Mishnah Sechtemidas in the his in um, on the Shas. And, and, and in similar places. So, first of all, Torah. So we'll talk about special, the special learning of Torah, especially things related to the Beis HaMikdosh, and especially that's really building the Beis HaMikdosh. That's as far as Torah goes. Then we have to add in Tzedakah. What is Tzedakah? Uh, if possible, it's best to give some Tzedakah for the miniature Beis HaMikdosh, which is a shul, a uh, base medish, a study hall, and similar, that would be like giving especially tzedakah for the Beis Hamikdash. And um, we know that it's a fast day. The first day, Shivasu Batamas is a fast day. And one who hasn't slept uh, is allowed to eat until uh, dawn. And if you go to sleep uh, and you have in mind to get up early before dawn to eat or drink, you must make a specific condition that you're not accepting upon yourself the fast. And then he's permitted to be eating until dawn. Uh, generally speaking, rinsing one's mouth, one should not uh, do on a fast day. Uh, even, even the rinsing of the mouth. Uh, but uh, people that are, feel very uncomfortable, um, it brings down here uh, to use... Uh, things that you don't like, maybe mouthwash or something like that, which is not fit for drinking. I guess if you rinse your mouth just with regular water, I guess the worry is that some of it is swallowed, some of you're drinking, so you're actually drinking it. But if you wash your mouth with something which is not fit for for drinking or uh, maybe uh, toothpaste, whatever it is, uh, that's uh, can be lenient. But, you know, I guess most people who are 
do it every day will be considered a part of the category of that they'll be suffering a lot if they can't brush their teeth or things like that. Uh, and it's not something that you would swallow or eat. You can't eat, you swallow or eat your toothpaste. So I guess those who want to be lenient on it, that's okay. Um, what happens with children that can't fast because they're too young to fast, but it's not a reason to eat chocolate and other things? You know, you still want them to have the regular food that they have to eat, but it's not a time to uh, delight yourself with uh, pleasures. Uh, and uh, in the prayer you see, we have a special prayer for a fast day. Uh, the community says the Anenu in the Shemaya Tefillah, in the prayer, only in the Mincha prayer. But the Shliach Tzibur says it as a blessing by himself, both in uh, in between the Baruch of Goyish Rofein, he says it both for in the chakras, also in in the uh, in the shul, uh, as long as there's three people that are fasting, because sometimes people don't fast, but if you have three people fasting, you can say, Anenu, uh, we are fasting, because if you don't have anybody fasting, so what's the point in saying, you're saying, in the day of our fast day, it's not really a fast day. Uh, the... Um, if there are no three, uh, then the Shliach Tzibur would say it, and the Shemayat Tefillah would say it quietly, like himself, if he's himself fasting. Uh, you do the Slichas, the special Slichas for Shivas Tamuz. We say Slichas while we're standing, uh, and especially the prayers of Shamnu, the Thirteen Attributes, the Shema Kulenu, and Avinu Malkeinu. But the general Slichas is said while you're standing up. Uh, and we do it after we say the Tachanun, not by itself. You know, we don't say Slichas in the morning. Some people come and say the Slichas before davening, but we do it as part of the davening. So we say the regular Tachanun after davening, and then we do the Slichas. Um, then there's the whole order of the Slichas, the way it's done. Um, the Torah reading, of course, is Vaychal. Uh, we do that in Shachas and Mincha. As long as there's three people that fasting. Vayichal means that they, uh, he appl- uh, 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 appealed to Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu appealed to Hashem. Uh, um, in Shachar Mincha, we would say, even if there's only three people fasting, but somebody who's not fasting should not be called to the Torah. Uh, and what happens, sometimes you call somebody who's not fasting, and you don't want to tell him, you don't want to insult him. Uh, uh, say, oh, you know, made a mistake. You shouldn't really be getting an Ali over here because if he's going to be insulted, let him go up. Don't, uh, don't, uh, don't. Yeah. So the Torah is read on the 17th of Tammuz? Any fast day, on all fast days, the Torah is read. Uh, then we read the Pesukim of Shuv Mecharein Apecho, those, we say them out loud, we say Hashem Hashem Venake Vesalachto, those are the loud, we say it out loud together when the Shlia, uh, uh, the, the, the Bakor Kriya gets to it. And first they said, then the people follow this Pesukim. He um, says, when the uh, Rebbe used to get his Aliyah, the way it says here, he used to start it to say it together with the community and would finish it so he'd say it long together with the Shleich Tzibur so he would cover the whole length to say it over when he got the Aliyah. In other words, the person of Nagila gets Aliyah, he says it with the Balkore or he says it with the people and he says he started with the people and he went through till with the Balkore. Um, the Rebbe says that um, on the 17th of Tammuz and Tisha B'Av, there are those that study 
even though not that many people know it, it's not been sort of publicized at all, that the story in the Torah and the Nevi'im uh, about what happened on the day, but Tzorim Revi'im, Tzorim Chamishi, similar to what every day you say the song of the day, uh, similar, so they would read about the the happening of that specific day, even though um, that would be in Malachim Beis, Perik Chofei Pasek Gimel Teruches, Yirmiya Lametes, Beis Teruzayin, and Zachariah, Perik Ches, Yitches through Yutes. Those are the verses that discuss the these fast, these days of fasting, that you would do that in uh, during the fast day. Right? This is not, uh, it's not so well known. Um, the um, tradition is that during fast days, to give tzedakah before mincha, it's called the igra de tanisa, the money for the fast. Because when you're fasting, def- technically you're saving yourself the money for the meal, right? So you shouldn't be benefiting from that. It's, it's a gain, you know. So therefore, you take the money, what the meal would cost you, and you put it to tzedakah. So then you have the full fast, so there should be no, no, side, no, side, no side benefit. Uh, some people would give the amount of what a meal cost, you know, or you give regular stuff, or you give the amount cost. Uh, the tradition, the Jewish tradition is to increase in tzedakah, both in quantity and quality. Quality means what? Doing it with a pleasant countenance, giving it in a uh, joyful way on the day of the fast day. Mincha. A mincha, we do it in a, uh, on a fast day, we do it... Uh, kind of uh, late in the day. Rebbe uh, um, regularly, he says it maybe because of the city of Yeshiva, but uh, it's usually it's uh, done closer to to the night time. Um, and then you do the uh, Ashrei, the regular Vaidabak test, Ashrei, and then you do half a Kaddish, and then you do Vaichal, and like in the morning, you do the three aliyahs, and you also do maftir. The third one is maftir. And you don't say a chatzik kaddish after the kriya. You do dirsh Hashem bimotzi. That's the haftorah for the fast day. And then you do the three brachas, and then you do half a kaddish, and then you do the amidah. Um, and over here too, and the, we said mentioned earlier also that you say the prayer of Anenu, but you don't say the bracha. You just do it in the prayer of Shemei Tfilo, as it's in the Siddur. Uh, if you forget to say Anenu, you can say it after the Kainitzor, before Yilrotzin. Uh, before the last Yilrotzin, you can put it in there, say the Anenu over there. Uh, and the Shliach Tzibur says Anenu in the, between the Goyal and Rafainu, as the same as in the morning. Uh, as a separate bracha, and um, sometimes in places like in Eretz Yisrael, some places they have nesias kapayim. They usually by mincha we don't do birchas uh, kohanim, or we don't have the kohanim go up because mincha is considered already a time that people eat and drink. Maybe they're drunk, so you don't can't do birchas kohanim. But on a fast day, you could because you don't eat. So therefore. In places where they do the Kohanim, we'll do the Birchus Kohanim, or at least we will say the Kelkein of Lekeviseinu, uh, we'll do the uh, Birchus Kohanim as we do, as the Shleich Tzibur does. You'll do that in uh, for, for, for Mincha. Um, and the Rebbe came up again and he renewed the old tradition of speaking Divrei Kivushim 
After Mincha, those are words that capture your soul. To talk about about the fast day, to talk about all the... Uh, and the Rebbe says that uh, after Mincha, you should say a few words, uh, minimally called Divrei Kivushim, or to say at least some chapter of Tilim, which is fitting for this. Uh, so the Rebbe says, even if it's impossible to do that, at least the thought should be about these ideas. And uh, the Hashem wants the heart. If you at least have in your heart, that's will do it. Uh, and the uh, the end of the fast is uh, fast ends by uh, when the stars come out by uh, by Tzitzik uh, The uh, tradition used to be um, that. Um, uh, that they used to daven uh, Mariv a little earlier so that they can actually break the fast right away, so even though normally uh, they daven Mariv later, but uh, after Desman, after Tzitzchavim, but in cases of a fast day, which is hard for the people to wait that long, so they daven Mariv earlier so that they can start to break the fast as soon as Mariv is over. It's brought down that uh, the Rebbe instructed uh, sometime like that. And, uh, but then, of course, you'd have to read the Shema again because Shema has to be read after it says But that's just in order to hasten up so that people can, uh, I guess, break their fast.